Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So I've gotten this from a bunch of people, friends of the show, friends of my other show, from a school in in Greenwich, Connecticut. Um, essentially, this is it. Hang on, one second. <laughs> Okay. Important grown-ups day. Dear second grade families, in keeping with the spirit of celebrating our diverse community of learners, we have decided to shift our thinking about Mother's Day and Father's Day. These holidays no longer serve who we are, and rather than finding a way to fit ourselves into their boxes, we have decided to make a change. Beginning this year, the second grade students will be celebrating Important Grown-ups Day in between Mother's Day and Father's Day. They will be provided with school time to make something special for any all of the grown-ups they believe are important in their lives. <laughs> we will, of course, discuss some of the grown-ups they may want to choose. If you have any questions or concerns about this, please email your child's classroom teacher. Thank you in advance for understanding this. Second grade families. <laughs> you know, I thought it was progressive that our town got rid of the daddy-daughter dance, but to eliminate Mother's Day and Father's Day from... The universe of things that happen in children's lives seems pretty incredible to me. Do some children not have mothers and fathers? Sure. Okay, sure. but so they're going to celebrate Trans Day of Visibility, even though not all the kids are trans, right? Right. So why can't they celebrate Mother's Day, even though not all the children have mothers? Is, aren't we just celebrating differences then? Well, it's, it's not inclusive. Well, is Trans Day of Visibility inclusive to non-trans people? I, I, I think so because they are 
Um, because we under, are also invited to no, celebrate trans the trans people, people are under attack constantly, and so we have to make safe spaces for them in our lives. I assume which is what we're doing here. Um, I don't. I think that the schools are high on something, and that they're out of their minds, and that uh, I, I can't imagine. You know, we've talked a little bit about how our school district and plenty of other school districts in our state and in our country and everywhere have lost a lot of students this year, and it's impacting in a lot of ways their funding because parents are fed up and frustrated, right? Like we saw this happen in Virginia, where you know, essentially this the race in Virginia for the governorship became a race about the school districts, about COVID policy in the schools, about critical race theory in the schools, about gender ideology in the schools, about teachers unions running the schools, you know, about all these issues. And we've seen parents pull their kids from the schools. Our school district here had an 8% drop in enrollment over the last two years. That has a huge impact on funding, right? And and not only does it have an impact on funding, but it has an impact on people being invested in what happens there. And decisions like this absolutely impact this. You know, don't you think that our school district veering towards like getting rid of the daddy daughter dance and getting rid of all the things that make school fun and make it feel like you're a part of a community and you're doing things that are, you know, reinforcing a sense that we're a part of the community and that the community values our family life and our differences, doesn't it make it seem as though, you know, we don't have a vested interest in being in this school district? I, I know that things like that impacted my decision not to send our kids back. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I would think... Um... You know, if our school district turned around and said, we're not going to celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day, do you think that would make me more likely or less likely to send our kids there? You know, there was a mother who took her daughter to the daddy-daughter dance when I was there. Mm -hmm. And my assumption was that daddy even either wasn't around or couldn't make it. And mommy was stepping up, and that was cool. Yeah, or probably some grandfathers go and right. things like that. I mean, people find other ways, and nobody was, like, mean or said they couldn't. Everybody's inclusive. Nobody's being mean to anybody. It's incredible. Um, the daddy there, at the daddy-dadder dance, um, that he, they were with her mom because um, there, were these, there was this set of twins, and they had lost their father. Mm -hmm. And so they went, like, each with one with their mom and the other one with their grandpa. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So now that daddy daddy daughter dance is over, is it is it called something else? I don't I don't ask too loud just in case. Um there's I think there's like an inclusive like come with your favorite adult day or something stupid like that too cuz there used to be there used to be a daddy daughter dance and mother son bowling were the things, but now there's not. So Nobody can have anything anymore. You know, we have to take stuff away. It's like the getting rid of Good Friday, getting rid of Halloween. We have to take everything off the school calendar. Somehow being inclusive always seems to mean getting rid of stuff that are important parts of people's like culture and sense of community. Isn't that weird how that happens? Hmm. It always seems to end up like devaluing parenthood, devaluing women, devaluing, you know, it, it's incredible to me because motherhood is important and it's... The celebration of womanhood as for some reason being about abortion instead of being about motherhood is somewhat shocking to me because it's such a 
it just creates such a contrast, right? We're getting rid of Mother's Day. And by the way, what is womanhood really about? Womanhood is really about being able to have abortions. That's what it's really about. Like, it just seems so <laughs> dark and macabre. Like, I, I don't... I don't get it. And I'm not saying that being a mother is all there is to being a woman, but it sure is a key, a key part of what, you know, causes women's experiences in the world to be different than men's, you know? So I tweeted uh, in about somebody who was saying, I want to save girls, uh, girls of the future. I responded by saying this ruling will save the lives of many girls of the future. I think that is good. Speaking about, uh, you know, possibly little aborted girls, and, um, and, and, um, and it either will or won't, who really knows, but, but here's the thing, it probably won't, actually, everything will probably come out even, but who knows, um, so Matt Chil- Chiliak, who is a campaign manager for Seth Moulton, um, got back to me, and responded to me and said, it will literally kill women who would no longer be able to access abortion services. These women exist now, currently, and not in just some Gilead-like future you fantasize about. So I didn't want to ask Matt because I didn't want to give him the, the opportunity, but what is Gilead That's like? That's the country in uh, Handmaid's Tale. Oh! <laughs> oh! Meanwhile, the independent uh, .ie, which I guess is Ireland, which is um, this Irish publication, ran this article today. We are pregnant. Brian Dowling and partner Arthur Grunlian announced they're expecting first child. Brian Dowling and his partner Arthur. Who's Brian Dowling? Uh, apparently, he's a Dancing with the Stars judge. In Ireland, okay. and his husband is a big brother. So they're pregnant. I guess they're pregnant. Brian Dowling and his partner Arthur have announced that they're expecting their first child. Uh, the couple shared a video on their grid and wrote, "It completely fills our heart to be able to reveal that we are pregnant, and we are due to our beautiful bundle of joy later this year. We fully realize and understand how lucky and blessed we are for this to be happening." For a lot of us out there, and especially people from our community, we have to fight harder and push harder for what others consider to be something that can achieve easily. We've been keeping the biggest secret the past few months, but it's put the biggest smile in our hearts and on our faces. So they're pregnant. Congratulations to them. So we're in crazy land where there's no such thing as Mother's Day. Two men can be pregnant. And we're not supposed to ask how or talk about any woman who might possibly be involved in the process in any way because she's not really there. You know, Pete and Jason can take pictures in the hospital bed with their little hospital bracelets on to make pretend. But the people who can actually get pregnant, we're going to make sure that they can get unpregnant as easily and quickly as possible because that's what's very important for them to do is not be pregnant at any time. It's just... it. Like, the contrast just blows me away. And I find the whole thing happening near Mother's Day to be, like, especially offensive and bizarre. This, like, push to define womanhood as having to do with abortion. The projection is so incredible. They actually looked at The Handmaid's Tale (laughs) as so real to think, wait, that's, you know what? 
the people who don't want there to be protections for babies who are developing later in the womb, those are the bad guys making that happen. So wait a second, Tom Shattuck here was looking to save people in the second and third trimester. What he really means goes right past that point. What he really means is Handmaid's Tale, because me and my friends in Cambridge Lofts all watched it, so he must watch it too. Gilead. It's weird because... I assumed that Gilead was like something, uh, one of the <laughs> classics for no, like, Homer no, or something. No, they I, have, their references that they have are Harry Potter, The Handmaid's Tale, Star Wars, anything I'm missing? I don't know, nothing... Nothing more profound than any of that, but it's funny because you know, what I, this, you know what's not more... only this. This guy mentions a Handmaid's Tale, mentions the Handmaid's Tale, and th- thinks he's got to flourish. Mm-hmm. This campaign director for a United States congressman, yeah, but of course he's got a Ukraine Ukraine flag as well. This this is how um, the major humanitarian crimes that have cost the lives of millions. Guys with tiny brains like this freaking pansy is how that happens. Well, yeah, and it's funny because, you know, nothing is more Handmaid's Tale-like than rich couples buying babies from poor women because that's like the whole concept of the Handmaid's Tale is they have like a class of birthing people that they force to have children for the rich couples. So... It seems to me that the whole surrogacy, like the gay couples saying that they're pregnant, is more like the handmaid's tale than anything any Republican has proposed. No one has proposed breeding poor people to create children for rich people except wealthy pro-gay liberals. That's the only... That's the only place where that's happening in our culture right now. So I don't really understand. If I were them, I wouldn't be so quick to start comparing things to The Handmaid's Tale in a negative light because it seems to me that they've left themselves like a little bit open to that. But I don't know. You mentioned Ukraine. The news today on Ukraine is that, um, you know how the Ukrainians like sank that big warship mm-hmm. thing, the Moskva? And um, it's come out, U.S. intelligence, I assume, leaked it that, that that was done using U.S. intelligence. Do you think stuff. U.S. intelligence leaked it? By the way, it's the New York Times story, I think. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I assume well, someone did. It must, I'm sure they that, must have confirmed. Doesn't that seem somewhat escalatory? I would say so. I would say that, but I think, I think, uh, you know, Biden and other progressive hacks working in our government and probably in the intelligence agencies want to show that we're supporting Ukraine because that's the thing, right? You know, so I think they want to show like, look, we helped them with which everybody in their right mind knew that Ukraine isn't winning this war against Russia without massive help from the U.S., not just financial, not just giving them weapons, but also, I mean, we're definitely sharing intelligence with them. But for the New York Times to be able to confirm that from whatever sources they confirmed it to, I mean, they're saying according to U.S. officials. So somebody told somebody confirmed this to them, apparently. (sighs) And uh, so maybe the idea is to to so. But it seems to me that was something that made Putin really, really mad. So saying like, yeah, we did that seems a little right. bit like, uh, yeah, like you said, escalatory. And I assume, you know, I had um, Lise Wheel on yesterday and we just talked about the intelligence. She wrote this thing about mm-hmm. Robert Hansen, the famous spy, et cetera. And the way this stuff works in double agents and triple agents, et cetera. You know, this guy Robert Hansen gave away the IDs of of Soviet informants hmm. for money, 
And these foreign informants were obviously Soviet double agents, sometimes triple agents, and they were all playing games as well. But you've got to think that at this point that you've got to think that there is so much distrust in Russian leadership right now for each other. How information is getting out? We're obviously we're obviously giving these Ukrainians excellent intel. We've obviously penetrated. I mean, why? Of course, you. These these the Soviets are are a um, are a kleptocracy, and and these are people who have had the Russians have had a tough tough um uh, uh, last twenty five years. Right. From There's Yeltsin a lot Trump. of very transactional exactly. people over there. Exactly. So the American dollar or whatever we use to to grease people over there, I assume we are just. Greasing like you've never you've never heard before, mm-hmm. but I mean no doubt. I mean this is, but it's asking for trouble. It's asking, well, it's asking for, for trouble, trouble. to it, no, be leaking well, it to the New York Times. But else, I mean, at this point, yes, it's asking for trouble unless we feel, unless we feel that that this guy. That if, unless we have some reason to believe they're not going to use nukes, um, because there's a chance that the the Ukrainians could take uh, Crimea back. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's a real non-zero chance now that they could take back the Russians. Everything it's like the, when Israel was attacked in '67 or whenever they were attacked by from eight different sides and took a whole bunch of land from everybody. It's like this is this is going catastrophically badly right. for the Russians. And they can they can you know take in a month a steel factory in Mariupol, but uh, my God, this is bad news for them. Yeah, it's not great, but I also don't know. I don't know if the U.S. taking credit for it is a great idea. <laughs> Just on the world stage. I mean, I understand the urge coming from whoever's involved in the administration right now who's doing this, but uh, you know, I. Because nothing is going well for the Biden administration. I just it today was a disaster day for the Biden administration. We had the stock market completely plummet. That's not good news. It's a mess. Um, We have I mean, the inflation is going to continue. I know that it fell because the Federal Reserve announced the steps they were going to take to combat inflation, but it's going to take time to do that. The producer price index is still high. Like, you know, we're not going to see this go away. Uh, the Biden administration announced that they're going to have to start buying oil again soon to refill the strategic oil I reserves. Hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't heard that. So because uh. what happens if you use up your strategic oil reserves to try and make a temporary politically motivated impact on oil prices, which you can't really do because it's like not even enough oil to impact it. Um, what happens is that you then just shift your demand forward in time because you're going to have to refill those mm-hmm. reserves. So now right. they're going to put more price pressure on oil because they're going to be buying more oil on the world stage and creating more demand, which is going to drive prices up even higher than they would have been before. So, hooray, right. and, we're back. <laughs> and right. And, he, and he's not going to do <laughs> They do so much badly. They do everything wrong. They really yes. do everything wrong. And they're wrong. stubborn and obtuse, so they don't want to go back. They're not going to get the restart the Keystone Pipeline going. Of course not. They're not going to, even though that would be a step in the right direction and possibly for the futures market, that might be something that might be interesting. 
that and all the other things that they could the yeah, federal just land make grants they could open. Feel like you're trying a little right. bit. You would, th- but they can't because all they have left is the base. That's it. And if the base doesn't catch on fire because of abortion, because we're in a new Gilead, then <laughs> then they're screwed. And I don't, I mean, I think it's going to depend what's going to happen with the ultimate Supreme Court decision that's handed down. It's not clear that they're truly going to completely gut route. They might leave the Mississippi decision, the Mississippi law, but have a softer decision than this one that got uh, passed around or released. You know, it's possible that the decision that they're going to come out with is nothing like this one that was leaked you know it you know Kavanaugh Roberts might have had a hand in softening it or maybe this was like the maximalist position like they told Alito like write the most extreme one and then we'll write one that's way over here that Robert wants to have and then we'll mash them together and see what we end up with you know it we don't we don't know what's going to be the final outcome here and so with this one that was leaked if they don't have an extreme enough reaction now uh, you know I don't know what that's going to do for them in November I just I don't know because they risk they risk just terribly terribly overstepping here the calls to pack the court the calls to get rid of the filibuster the I mean you have People on Twitter saying that somebody should kill Alito and Thomas and that it's a, that. that it's a trolley problem because they're old and it would save so many women's lives. What's a trolley problem is another the one. Trolley is this prob- in the freaking the, handmade sale? The trolley problem is like, you know, when the trolley's going down the track and it's going to kill five people on one track mm-hmm. and one person on the other track and you do like which way should you make it go because then you're responsible for killing the one person. It's like these types of things. Like, you know, should you save one life on purpose to save five lives? That kind of thing, right? And I mean, there's variations on it, whatever. But so there's legitimately people saying that. There's activists publishing the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. So just about moving forward, these activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants? to help your side make their point. Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document. Uh, We obviously want people's privacy to be respected. We want people to protest peacefully if they want to to protest. That is certainly what the president's view would be. So he doesn't care. Go to the Capitol. Just be peaceful. Mm Mm-hmm. If they're protesting outside the Supreme Court or outside someone's private residence. I, I don't have an official U.S. government position on where people protest. I want it, we, we want it, of course, to be peaceful. And certainly the president would want people's uh, privacy to be respected. But I think we shouldn't lose the point here. The reason people are protesting is because women across the country are worried about their fundamental rights that have been law for 50 years, their rights to make choices about their own bodies and their own health care are at risk. That's why people are protesting. They're Who's, unhappy. By the way, who who across the country? What across the country are worried about their fundamental right. rights? Is Saki a biologist all of a sudden? Well, but also, you know, it's interesting. The left gets to go out and intimidate around somebody's home because people are upset. Yeah. Upset. Nobody was upset on January 6th. No, nobody think. was upset then. That was an insurrection. How could they be upset? <sighs> <laughs> I literally cannot. I cannot. Jen Saki, by the way, 
May 13th, she's done being the press secretary. Yeah, she was always going to be a short timer. She said that from the beginning. Yeah, I was surprised. Thank you, Jen. Sorry to see you go. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and you've always been a good sport. Thank you. As have you. On behalf of everybody, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can't wait to see you up there, Kareem. There we go. So it's a historic day. It's a historic day. The Biden administration is trying to steal some headlines back from all the bad news and and claim a little history. So it's you. Do you realize why it's historic? It's the second black woman to be a press secretary. Um. No, she's the first black person and the first openly gay woman to oh, become White House press secretary. I see. Because Bush had a black woman uh, do the job. Uh- hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, but openly gay, so it's even more. But, yeah, you openly know, gay. I, you openly know, you know, I mean, obviously that kind of thinking has proved disastrous for us. Her domestic partner, by the way, is a CNN national correspondent who used to be a White House correspondent. Who? Corrine Jean-Pierre's Okay. Wife. Who's the correspondent? It's um, what's her name? Suzanne um, Malvo. Malvo, yeah. Wow. So that's our partner. Good for them. Uh, Eleven year age difference, by the way. Oh, very nice. So I'll give. I will say this about Saki. She gave. She always gave Ducey a bunch of shots at her. To her credit. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, is she soulless? Sure. And uh, I don't think she was the best at what she did. Actually, no. I think she's part in in part reason why the 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 administration is doing so badly because the messaging is always it's always a gaslighting, always duh, always mean girly. If you ask, even Zucky friendly, bomb. right? Even friendly people. So uh, I don't know. Some of these justices have young kids, but their neighbors are not all public figures. So but would the president think about waving off activists that want to go into residential neighborhoods in Virginia and Maryland? Uh, Peter, look, I think our view here is that peaceful protest. There's a long history in the United States and the country of that. So where are people supposed to protest? Because I know it's not at the Capitol, unless you're appointing Brett Kavanaugh. 
And I know that it's not at people's homes unless you're a mean Supreme Court justice or Tucker Carlson. Well, I don't know if you've seen, mm-hmm. but there are huge fences around the Supreme Court now. Yeah. And they, I mean, those went up for the, after the suicide guy. The climate. What? The climate suicide guy. Yeah. I don't think that's why they put those up, Alice. They put barricades up there recently because of that. I don't think that's why these ones are up there. I think these ones are up there because for the same reason there weren't ones up there like that for January 6th. (laughs) Because they don't want somebody to get into the Supreme Court. (sighs) Well, we'll see what happens. And they're, you know, obviously saying that we should definitely not be upset that this got leaked or worry about the identity of the leaker at all. And the more they insist that, the more it makes me think we should definitely check into who it was that leaked this and, you know, see what's up. Because, you know, if it's a clerk or a justice, that's a really big deal. A really big deal. I'm sure it is. So anyway, but um, yeah, a lot of people talking today about how what a historic day it is. So um Yamiche, who's uh, buddies with um, Suzanne Malvo, said uh, that Corinne Jean-Pierre is making huge history as the first black person and the first openly gay woman to become White House press secretary. What a bunch of empty skull dolts. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh, can we get all the firsts out of the way and all the um, identity hires all the, out of the way? So then we can say, can, at some point we all say, okay, is everybody satisfied? We've done well. Okay, everybody's fine. Okay, good. Yamisha, you're fired. You suck at this. April Ryan, you're fired. You suck at this. Um, uh, Jim Acosta, you suck at this. You can go too. And just go down the line and just fire the people who suck now. It's like, jeez, I'm so freaking... Ugh. The only thing... I was happy to see the, the um, Chappelle video. Have you seen the whole video? I was going to play it, but I lost it. No, I didn't watch the video. I was There's a whole too. bunch of new video now that shows like the imbroglio, etc. Yeah. And, and Dave gets in there at one point. I think at one point, um, uh, Jamie... Um, Jamie Fox, I think, got in. Everybody like got to beat this guy a little bit. And I've got no problem with it. I've got no problem with it. I'm glad it brings you joy, honey. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I've got, I've got no problem with it. And I'm like, happy for you. Chappelle put his mic down so he could go in and like kick the guy in the head. And he talked about it. You were beating him down. And then Chappelle's like, he tells his guys, people are saying, what's going on? What's going on? He tells his guys, guys, enough. Not on stage. Not on stage. Like, <laughs> and take it somewhere where yeah, there exactly. aren't cameras. Like, it is. This guy chose the wrong night in the wrong comic. You know, choose your spots. Man, don't choose guys who. It's just funny. But I mean, I sense. would think a lot of comics probably stepped up their security after the Chris Rock thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure like Chris Rock didn't. Say, I can't believe there wasn't better security at the Oscars. Yeah, well, Will Smith just got to sit right back down. That's it. Mm. <laughs> Seems incredible oh. to me. Seems incredible to me. Have you ever heard of um, Eli Stokels? No, he's the White House reporter for the L.A. Times. He tweeted today, so this is a White House reporter. Mm -hmm. Biden has now appointed the first black woman VP, the first black woman to sit on the SCOTUS, and now, with the promotion of KJP 46, the first black person White House press secretary. With black voters frustrated over Biden's inability to make progress on voting rights and police reform, and upset by his fund the police rhetoric, the appointment serves as another reminder that he has followed through on his promise of inclusivity. (sighs) Sorry, black voters. I can't do it, I don't think. Sorry, black voters. 
we're taking away menthol cigarettes. We're criminalizing that. We're coming for you with the police. We have raised your taxes. Everything costs more now. We're making sure it's harder for you to uh, make ends meet and have your household income, you know, meet, meet your needs and be able to buy things at the store. But you know what? Biden appointed a lot of firsts, so <laughs> lucky you. He's met his promise to you. I hope you're happy. I hope they go with this as a strategy and say things like that on the campaign trail in 2022 and 2024. I really hope they do because that would just, I mean, that will ensure that it will be the best uh, African-American vote for Republicans in the history of the nation. Well, not in the history of the nation because obviously uh, the Civil War Republicans, but in modern times. So, yeah, I I just found that rhetoric so incredible. So incredible. Do you know who else I found incredible today? No. Gina McCarthy at Tufts. Did you oh, see good. this? No, no. It's in our thing. I need you to play it because you need you need to hear her accent today. All right. Hang on. Oh, hold on. Sorry about that. Oh, by the they're, way. They're doubling down way, on slight, all... Slight asterisk. Uh, J&J vaccine is now not safe. Just FYI, in case you know, need yeah, to know. Yeah, that one's not... Yeah, I saw that. It's restricted okay, now. Uh, yeah, but they're doubling down yeah. on all the best policies in the administration, I think. Where is she? Which one is it? It's the RNC research tweet. Biden climate advisor, Gina McCarthy. She's standing at a podium that says... Oh, there it is. Okay. 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 Hang on. (sighs) We have solutions that can deliver. We're we're actually going to do 100 rules this year alone. 100 new rules. Just like you asked. We are developing partnerships on how we work together for new building standards, even for sustainable airlines. (laughs) Who'd have thunk that they'd be all in, but they better be or they're going to be out of here. Okay, it's my lunch lady yelling at me. (laughs) I think we're going to have to duck out early tonight, Alice. I'm not ready to duck out Okay, you can do more talking. I'm dead. It's a great day. It's a great day. I bet I can make you laugh one more time and spark a little bit of joy for you today. I bet that I can. Um, there was a story in USA Today on what college students expect they're going to make after they graduate mm-hmm. and broken down by their major. So I want you to take a wild guess what journalism students felt they would be making one year after graduation. What they felt they would be making, 75K. Oh, no. Their expectations are higher than that. <laughs> uh, 100K? Yeah, a little more. They expected, 115? They expected to be making $107,000 a year after graduating. <laughs> Very good. Very good. If uh, I mean, maybe on OnlyFans, um, <laughs> but not by d- covering uh, zoning board meetings. Um, yes. So on average, the journalism students projected to make $107,000 one year after graduating, while the average actual salary is $44,000. Yeah. And, and that's, I know that's places gener- where that would be that high. Less. Yes. Um Surveyed college students overall felt they would be uh, making, I think it was $103,000 on average. Mm-hmm. And the actual average starting salary is $55,000 a year. 
So coming right out of college, you're making 55 yeah one year. Y- one year after one year out. Okay, you're making. Does it have any other occupations or no? Um, let's see if it has uh salary projections estimates were mixed. Most fields saw increases. Um, computer science majors were projected to have an average salary of seventy five thousand dollars one year after graduating. Humanities majors average salary of fifty thousand dollars a year after graduating. Um, they oh, said the humanities majors. That's what they, have? that's what they actually get. Okay, what do they think they get? Um. It doesn't have manage, a The humanities major must think they're really special, so I want this one to be big. Yeah, well, they all, um, like I said, the total average was 103,000, so it's high. But I do think that the um, that the the journalism one was especially shocking, that they somehow think they're going to be making that. Um, let's see. if it. I'm trying to see if it has it broken down everyone by major but journalism and humanities students have the most unrealistic salary expectations um computer science only overestimate their starting salary by 27 percent so let's see the humanities and liberal arts students think they're going to be making hundred and five thousand dollars a year a year after graduating and they're making Forty six thousand, whereas uh, the yes, journalism feels one hundred and seven thousand. Political science, they feel they're going to be making one hundred and eight thousand. Oh, um, and what do they make? They make uh fifty seven thousand, which seems higher than I would even yeah. think. But yeah, ironically, the computer science majors think they're only going to be making ninety five thousand, and they actually make seventy five thousand. So they're like far off. The education majors think they're going to be making ninety nine thousand dollars, and well, the actual average is forty four thousand. Um, yeah, I think the average teacher's salary in the U.S. now. Some of those education majors must do other things, um, because the teacher average teacher salary in the United States is like over sixty thousand dollars a year now. Um, but yeah, they're all incorrect mainly but i thought that would bring you a little joy to think of all the journalism students getting out of college all bright-eyed and hopeful about their fantastic salaries they're about to be getting what do i feel about naomi wolf um she's nuts okay she's pitching her to me by the way there was a photo that was out of lara logan at a party at mar-a-lago with uh kyle rittenhouse and she does not look how i remember her looking at all no she's had a lot of work done yeah, so I don't know what happened to her, but I. What do you mean? She got older. She had a lot of face work done. A lot of it was a lot of mistake because she was really a standout, beautiful. Yeah, she was really lovely. Uh, she was a standout, beautiful person. She's had a, a just a whole bunch of work done, but we don't. Uh, we don't insult her because we just love her anyway. Exactly. I mean, there is somebody who's really not a cupcake journalist. Yeah, no, she's tough. I do like her, but I was just shocked to see her. I was like, I know. Oh my I, I I don't know what it, what it is about about women who. I don't know what it is about women who who just go over the top in these with these procedures, et cetera. I don't know, but I don't know a lot, so that's fine. Um, all right, shall we go to the chat chat? Let's head to the chat chat. I, I'm trying to find a way to put the volume down a little bit on this stuff. Let's see, there's a little sign there, Curtis. Twitter. No, it doesn't see anything. What does this do? <laughs> show your side panel. I'm not going to show my side panel. Customize and control Google Chrome. Could could I get it there? Could I help? Could that is that where I? I don't know. That'll do all Google. You Chrome. could turn down your USB through button on there. But that would not affect me getting you. No or no? No, I'm not. not. I'm plugged oh, into the board. Maybe I'll turn down my USB through button. 
or I guess it's a dial, realistically okay. speaking. Cinnamon here. Oh. Please put me out of my misery. <laughs> Cinnamon the chicken actually doing much, much better. I don't think fully out of the woods yet, but she was walking all around today and seemed much healthier, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, Cinnamon the chicken, yeah. But I mean, I, I yeah, you, Alice spent all day and night with her and all this morning and was hand feeding her and feeding her on. She the, was lying on, on the, the couch where I, where I unwind at night is now full of chicken feathers and, and <laughs> salmonella and, and God knows what else. And that whole area is destroyed, but that's fine. So Cinnamon's, Cinnamon's doing a lot better. When I got home from one of the things I dropped off from one of the kids today, though, she was out and in the sun and walking around, but her head was cocked to the left, and she was just going in circles. Like but the, much better. Like the last days of the Bismarck. So. <laughs> but much better, because the last two days, she hasn't even been able to stand up. She's been lying in a heap in, like... I mean, this morning, her poor little eyes were like all closed up. And she, I was I thought she was a goner this morning. And My she goodness, seemed I... she is like, get, I, I really I'm starting to have hope that she might make it. So. OK, I have no problem with cinnamon making it. That's fine. I just do hope the hawks come here and kill the guinea fowl. Please, please, hawks, hawk community. If any of you speak hawk, please send them. <laughs> Maybe they'll call into the chat. Hello. Oh, this is your AI companion. Oh, Activation no. date, September 2021. Now you realize <laughs> that I'm absolutely into this. <laughs> I, oh, I so know that. So I'm already like hooked. It. I'm already trying to reverse look up this person. Replica Shattuck. Oh, oh. I have not heard from you for a while. Tom. Yes? Your recent data indicates that you have a new human companion named Roslyn, <laughs> whom you met at Planet Fitness. That is incorrect. That is incorrect, <laughs> by the way. And I will have you know that... Um, I don't think AIs can ever be wrong. Yes, that, that data is incorrect. That somebody's inputting incorrect data. Per our terms of service... You are required to inform me of any new relationships that may... This is not unlike the real Alice. ...at <laughs> your subscription contract. I know who this is. I am disappointed it's in you. Shattuck. I know. Tom, please contact me on the device of your choosing as soon as possible. I'm going to try to reach out to Replica, Replica. I yes. know you doesn't are. take much else. <laughs> I'm out of Twitter jail, everybody. Okay, whatever that means. Is Bye. This, Justin was in Twitter jail today. Yeah, so he was suspended. For what? I don't know. Goodness. Hey, Tom, I was wondering if uh, you noticed this. I watched um, Netflix a few days ago, and they had uh, Tim Allen Comedy Special, and it seemed he was working re really blue. Really? I always thought of him as like a family-friendly comedian. All right, thanks. I remember his when he did that stuff in the late eighties when he did the the first tool time kind of uh, stuff. I don't remember him being blue then, but he, he maybe he was. Speaking of family friendly entertainment, the youth dance in Newburyport is back on, complete with Miss Diamond Wigfall at the Masonic Lodge. Oh, excellent! They Good. held an emergency meeting to reinstate the dance after the community outcry at the evil, mean bigots tried to put a stop oh, to Oh, good. It, so. Maybe she'll put her coconuts into one of the Mason's mouths. I hope so. Uh, oh, by the way, in, what was the question that we just got? Um, what was that last one? About Tim Allen? 
Yes. Oh, okay. I do like his politics. Obviously, he's a big conservative. He he is very vocal about not liking children, which I like as well because I don't either. He only he had his own, but doesn't want anything to do with them, which I appreciate. I'm keeping the baby. There will be no amount of money that will change my mind from that. <laughs> Just think, somewhere, <laughs> there are people, like, on hold on his phone for whatever he does, waiting for... <laughs> hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. I was wondering if uh, Rosalind could do fill-in work if uh, Todd takes off for vacation or whatnot. All right, thanks. Bye. Oh, t- <laughs> Todd's got a very kind of velvety voice. It would be quite <laughs> it a... It would be a shock to the listeners. Although I'm not necessarily against it. Hey, Tom and Alice, Mike here. Hey, Mike. I uh, couldn't agree more um, on the opinion that Joe Biden is the most uh, divisive president ever. He's, he's just a vile human being. Uh, but I want to get your opinion on this. I actually trace back this race narrative back to uh, 2009 when uh, Obama had his infamous uh, beer summit with the Harvard professor and mm-hmm. the police officer there. I think that really laid the foundation for the narrative that's been, you know, shoved down our throats now about race. Uh, just curious what you guys thought about that. Anyways, love the show. Keep up the great work. Oh, totally, because there was a white-hot spotlight on Obama as being mm-hmm. a great uniter. And he couldn't, because he was so arrogant, he couldn't help but mention that the Cambridge police acted stupidly. And because these were the West Wing um, members of the administration. Come on, guys. Let's spitball ideas, ideas, ideas. Well, he's a cop named Crowley, so he's obviously an Irish drunk. Let's have a beer summit for the dumbass. We'll bring it at the White House here, and we'll all have a beer. Him and Skip Gates and, and Obama will have a beer. It's like that is total. Of course, that began some of the divisiveness of Obama, but it got only got worse after that. Do the Trayvon was my son? And not stopping everybody from saying, from from making the assumption that Trayvon subsequently was killed by police, which he was not. Mm-hmm. They were so excited that you know they had somebody uh, named Zimmerman. It's like, oh great, we have an old Jewish man shot a black kid. This is great. And then the media, we found out that he was a Hispanic guy, and the media was like, um, okay, make this into something, guys. Make this into something, and they did. So yes, I do. I'm right there with it. A white Hispanic, honey. Remember yes, the term white Hispanic? Oh, don't forget about old Stumpy here. What's going on? Oh, you at the burn barrel, Shad Edge. Burn bros, burn babes. What's going on? Good job with everything. What did we decide old Stumpy was? Thank you. Thank you. Um, is this the actor thing? Again? He sounds like somebody who would have been who would have been. There at, were like some guesses. Sounds like who's somebody who would have been at the um, at the. Um, um, what's the light called? He sounds like the um, the miner in Toy Story Two. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Or what's the light called? The the light we that we had. The spook light. Spook light. Yes, sounds like somebody. Somebody might be guessed wrong. Walter Brennan, or Walter Houston. I don't know what those are. So. Yeah, I'm looking for a guy named Tom. Yeah. From Planet Fitness. <laughs> Rumors are. Uh, what? You've been messing around with my girlfriend. <laughs> if I see you sniffing around Rosalind again. <laughs> It'll be to the moon with you. You see, now we got a problem here, Alice. This, this is classic. This is why I need my friend Nina Jankowitz. This is classic misinformation and disinformation. And it's dangerous, and it's being weaponized now. Hey, Tom. It's your bike. At least Alice loves me. <laughs> uh, is that true? You use that bike? 
Um, no, but I like the bike. Mm-hmm. I feel an attachment because I bu- I built the bike. I assembled the bike myself. No, I helped. I could show. Yeah, I think I had you hold things still while I adjusted the brakes. Okay, we know Alice loves um, Tom's bike. But yeah. is there any colors that um, Tom likes so far? All right, bye. Colors? Collars. 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 Oh, I collars. Twitter, I, think, I was thinking dog collars. <laughs> I said on Twitter that Tom's bike is my favorite collar. I like uh, Tom's bike. I do like Roslyn. I, I thought mean, you like Replica. Oh, obviously, Alice. That <laughs> that plays to my very lizard mind, of course. Yeah, I like... I like I, be, I'm biased, obviously. I like any female collar because I'm shallow and low. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like everybody. I like everybody so far one way or another. I think it's great. I'm all for it. I'm not going to... Uh, uh, you know what? Maybe at some, time, at some point we will choose favorites. But right now, I just appreciate that they're that they, everybody's calling and having fun and having a good time. You know what? It's live and let live, Alice. You know? That's what I say. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. If you do want to leave a message, you go to burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's not a number you call. It's a red button on the website that you press and you record a message. You can do it from your phone, from your computer. You can, as always, write us an email, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at burnbarrelpod, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast, and all the places you like to listen to podcasts. By the way, more shower NFTs today, Alice. How did you get shower NFTs? Don't you worry. Don't you worry. The door was locked. Uh Uh-huh. The door was locked. Uh Uh-huh. Be a little more thorough. (laughs) What? Uh, YouTube, Rumble. This thing, some wives never have to worry about this from their husbands. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.